0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good.
1: Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 7 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C. Hey everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos.
2: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Here's the thing about Johnny Manziel. He may suck. Right? He may, he may really, really suck. And we're going to hear from him. He's starting to talk to the media now after his uh, horrendous night. He may really suck. I mean really. He may be really, 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 really bad. He may suck so bad that the Browns would be like, oh, my God, this was such an improvement when I was there. But I will say this, as Johnny Manziel is getting killed everywhere you go on social media. He's a guy playing for the worst team in the CFL. Let's just be real. He's playing for the worst team in the CFL. They're the lowest scoring team in the Canadian Football League. They've started 15 quarterbacks in the last five years. Manziel, I believe, is the 15th guy. They stink. They're awful. And he's had all of 11 days with his team. And he gets put in to start. What do you expect was going to happen tonight? He was going to throw for four touchdowns and three hundred
4: and fifty yards. And sure, he's a former first round win? pick who hasn't played since twenty fifteen. He's yeah. going to come in and be a superstar, don't you know? <laughs> with three, with three years, I mean, he, with that a just team wasn't coming into happen. this game had scored one hundred and three points in seven games.
2: That's that, that's not. That's just you're being unrealistic. You have unrealistic expectations for what Johnny. Now, yeah, but it's easy to take the baseball bat to him. Oh, look how terrible! He of is. course, because it's Johnny Manziel. But let's be realistic. This is the equivalent of hey, here's a guy. Who ha- Let, let's take a quarterback? Let's say you have somebody in the NFL draft that you take who hasn't played football in a year, and he comes to practice. He joins the team and he practices for 11 days, and you say we're going to start him. Now I realize that you know the the Vikings did that with Josh Freeman, and it didn't really go really really well. But most teams don't do that. You need more time. But Montreal is scrambling. They have no quarterback play. They have nobody coming to the games, and I'm sure they thought we start Johnny Manziel and hope we're going to get a lot of people at the game. 18,000 not exactly the crowd they were expecting to see Johnny Manziel play football but that's the one thing you have to give him a little bit of slack I mean look all the critics you got to back off him on this he's had, he had he's had no time to be ready yeah he went against the the Tiger Cats in practice but it's much different. You're talking about getting used to teammates, not knowing where they are, how far you have to run. Free. And I felt bad from tonight because I thought, oh, you know, the big field, the big wide Canadian, you know, field in Canada. He'll have much more time to get outside. No, it was just more room. He had to run to the sideline to get away from defensive line. Well,
4: that's the big question. I not having really gone back, and you know, I'll go back and look at some Eloette tape uh, of previous games. Was their offensive line so civ like in previous games, or was it the Johnny Manziel effect? where there was some Olay blockage going on here, because every time he dropped back to pass, and part of it is, is instinct, I think, from being shell-shocked in Cleveland those few years, is that you are on your, on your toes knowing that the rush is coming. But here, there was no time to set. There was no, no. no five, seven-step drop to where he was able to just step into a throw. He's running for his life. This was almost like... It wasn't Cleveland.
2: They put him out there on a team that wasn't ready and the worst team in the league because that's what Cleveland was and that's what they have been all the way, you know, since they drafted Johnny Manziel. They've been that bad. So this is what happened in, in, in Cleveland. This is what happened here. I, I got to give him somewhat of a pass. I never thought I'd say that about Johnny Mitchell. How about that? I got to give him a pass. Here he is following the game tonight talking about his 4-INT performance.
0: You know, bad days happen in football. Um, that was the most picks I've ever thrown in a game, and, and it's, it's humbling. You know, that's that's the way football is. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll learn from it and and hopefully press forward with a vengeance because, you know, I'm not going to allow this to set me back.
1: Johnny.
2: So there he is. He's up all full of positivity cuz he doesn't really care if they win or lose. He just wants to keep playing well and get back to the National Football League. But I like the fact he's been talking about great cups and tradition in Montreal and studying what happened and all that. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Uh but, you know, th- this is this is the truth for Johnny Manziel. He's just hoping to play well, put out some stats, stay on the straight and narrow and hope a year from well a year and a half from now somebody's ready to say, "Okay, Johnny, we'll give you a shot at the NFL."
4: Humbled by being off the field. At least that's the what we've seen and now on the field having the struggles of the first game now you get an extra week of work we'll see if there's there's progress obviously it's a bad team deficient of a lot of playmakers but once you start getting into scramble mode and maybe you start reading uh your wide receivers a bit better maybe there can be some better results and a couple highlights on the positive side because this is just going to be the laugh track for so many people tonight
2: what do you got golden headphones you didn't hear the news Oh, no, there's news. Yeah, it's been announced. He's starting for the Jets week one at oh, Detroit. Oh, you know, Sam Darnold's going to come here, and he's going to kick your ass one day. And I'll take his hat. I will say that. You know you took his hat, and then you gave it back to him instead of giving no, it to me. No, no, no. Get the story straight. <laughs> I never
4: took his hat. He gave it to no, me. No, I, I
2: heard he, I heard you took it. He handed it to me oh. before he sat down. Oh, okay. I heard you took it from him, and that's what it was. You are fake news. If I took the mailbox, you took his hat. <laughs> you are fake <laughs>
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Zach Smith did an interview on SportsCenter earlier tonight, and he told a story about how in 2015, when his wife alleged sexual misconduct and violence he was called off the road by athletic director gene smith said your wife is filing charges against you has an allegation of domestic abuse you have to come back to campus and when he got back to campus urban meyer pulled him aside and talked to him
0: we had a uh, practice i went to practice and urban pulled me off the practice field and when he pulled me off the practice field he said what the hell's going on what is this what is this I said, and I told him, I, I laid it all out for him. I said, apparently my ex-wife is trying to get me charged with uh, domestic abuse from incidents that happened throughout our marriage years ago and, and some more recent. Um, but I went down and met with the Powell police. I explained both, both sides of the story. I volunteered to do that, and I, I didn't ever hit her, so I don't know what, to, what else. And he looked at me and said, Zach, if you, if you hit her, you're fired immediately. And I, and I looked at him. I said, Coach, if I hit her, I wouldn't come in here. I know how you feel about that. If I hit her, I wouldn't even come to work. I would know. What's, it's over. And so, you never hit her? Never hit her. So, Zach Smith
2: first says, I never hit her, despite the fact she has texts and proof, physical proof, that there was damage done. There was text she wrote that said, you did all this to me, and he goes, "He said, I know. Uh, so, it's not like suddenly, oh, you hear this guy say, oh, he didn't hit her, and now things are in question. There, there is proof that is had throughout this storyline.
4: Here's part of an interview he did with 105.7 The Zone in Columbus. The bruises in the photos Courtney Smith shared from earlier this week quote I'm not discounting that they're from me. I don't know when they're from. I don't know where where they're from. There were several times things got out of hand between us and I can't say I may have been restraining her to get her out of the ho- get out of the house. I'm not saying she didn't get a bruise or a mark. Mm.
2: Right. Right, exactly. But here's the big takeaway now. After so you think okay, Zach Smith said I talked to Urban Meyer, that's it end of story. No, this is this is actually a very much a good day for Urban Meyer because you know these two have to be communicating. Do you really think it's a coincidence that Urban Meyer comes out with his statement two hours before Zach Smith does his interview on SportsCenter in which he says I talked to Urban in 2015. Urban Meyer hasn't said anything but two hours before Zach Smith is going to be on television Urban Meyer comes out with a statement and in his interview Zach Smith not only says, Urban, I know how you feel about domestic violence, even says if Urban Meyer gets fired, that's completely the wrong call.
0: I'd be heartbroken for Ohio State, for the players, for him and his family, because it's it's not right. It's not. If that happens, it's, it's dead wrong. Coming from somebody who knows, I was in all the meetings, I know exactly what he knew, I know exactly what he did. If he loses his job, it's flat wrong. And this is the guy who fired me. He, it's, it would be the, a crime.
2: So you think they're not talking? I know exactly what he knew. I know what he knew and what I he was didn't in those know. meetings. Yeah. So this, the, you know, they're talking. You know, they're communicating somehow. And why this is actually a good day for Urban Meyer is that look, and we've said it before. There's enough to fire the guy, and he should be fired. Unsafe workplace. Repeatedly allowed a a sexual abuser to work domestic at Ohio abuser. State. Do, sorry, domestic sure. abuser to work, and did not. Follow protocol, or, or as far as did instant lack of institutional control. Though at least well, those the, things at least, you can
4: say that's that's you know enough. pending investigation right? shouldn't be around the team, right? Shouldn't no. be on the campus. Sure. Should be trying to seek out and get him some help. At least, and that's just with what we we have out in the public sphere. Yeah, right now what, right. whatever else went on in their meetings and, and protocols, and Urban Meyer immediately trying to push the the hey I, I pushed it up the ladder. What do you want from me? Same thing Joe Paterno did at at Penn State, the, you know, I didn't know anything about this, but then, you know, hey, that's what the administration's there for. Michigan State, same thing. Hey, everybody that's supposed to be in the node is and that's how you you stick around. This is the
2: day that Urban Meyer had to survive. That's why this is a big day for him. This Because this is the last thing that could hurt him is Zach Smith's statement. If he said, I have texts, I have emails, I have this, blah, 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 blah. but not only did Zach Smith say it, it was muted because now everything shifts. Because now it's about, okay, Urban Meyer said he followed protocol in 2015, but he did not elaborate. So now it goes from, oh, well, the smoking gun that was Zach Smith was really muted right here. Number one, people aren't going to put a lot of stock in what he says anyway because of The situation that he's the guy this is about. This is a guy who beat his wife and injured her uh, repeatedly and over many occasions. So many people aren't going to sit there and go, "Okay, this guy's such a bastion of truth. But more importantly, is that this was anticipated. And now Urban Meyer has kind of pivoted and said, yeah, no, I followed the protocol. In 2015. And now it becomes this murky situation of who knew what where. And the longer this goes, the better it is for Urban Meyer. This is the day. Today into tomorrow is what he has to survive. And if you're telling me that Ohio State's got six people that are going to start, quote, investigating this, well then, are they really going to do something? You could have fired him today. You could have fired him after this came out today. Urban knew in 2015, he lied at Media Day. This is not right. I know he wasn't telling the truth at Media Day because clearly he wasn't, so we could fire him. But still, it's 8.42 p.m. Pacific time, 11.42 on the East Coast, and Urban Meyer still has his job. This was the big,
4: today and tomorrow is the big day. But the difference between lying to the media versus lying to NCAA oh, investigators yeah. and everything else, I'll that's the where media. the chasm is.
2: I'll lie to the media, is fine, I'll lie to you guys well, all the Well, thinking it would go
4: away try to bully him based on your position of power. This is the
2: big time right now, the big day into tomorrow.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific.
2: T.O., who is set for a Hall of Fame induction this weekend, except he's not going to be there. He will be at his school, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, having his acceptance speech and ceremony there while The rest of the class of 2018 is inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Terrell Owens has been questioned many times about his motives. Why is he doing Really, you should rethink this. And T.O. said today, hey, you know what, guys, just got to trust me.
0: I understand why I've made my decision. I don't expect
4: everyone to agree with me. Obviously, the criteria and system put in place for the Hall
0: of Fame in order for guys like myself to be inducted, you know, there are guidelines that the writers, the sports writers, are supposed to adhere to.
4: I want a sloppy Joe.
2: (laughs) Hey, the school cafeteria is open. All right, I want to get lunch. I want to get lunch. Can I? And I want some fries. Where's the ranch dressing? It's on the side. All right, great. Like I feel like he's
4: like walking with a tray through a line when someone has a microphone on him, going, T.O., can you say this thing?" In the in the background, lunch lady land starts no. playing. <laughs> sloppy look, Joe, slop, sloppy Joe.
2: You know, I know T.O. a little bit. Done many shows with him, and he's, he's we've come met him the a studio. few times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I get when he says, "I know what I'm doing" to a point, but this is reality for Terrell Owens. Everything looks right now. Hey, look how things are going. We're talking Hall of Fame, but you're not talking Hall of Fame when you and you have to talk me at the same time. I am I am just as big a conversation about this Hall of Fame weekend as all the other guys are. If I was there, I would be still be the biggest part, but I'm doing this because I don't like the way I was treated. Writers have their own agenda. He doesn't like how things go in the NFL and have gone pertaining to him getting back in the league and getting in the Hall of Fame. So this is why he's doing it. And he's gaining a lot of attention right now. So right now he's getting the news cycle and he feels like I'm winning. But just see the finish line. How does this end? This ends with – People crying and giving emotional speeches in Canton. Ray Lewis saying whatever the hell Ray Lewis is going to say this weekend. 47 it's, and a half minutes. Uh, uh, actually, that's the over-under. That's, that's the introduction.
4: Okay. well that, 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 That's the, the beginning. That's f- act one, of three-part, <laughs> three-part monologue. Uh, we'll talk to Todd Furman a little later tonight, see if we can actually get some action on the over-under for speech limits. A child gets on the bus. He goes to play in the National
2: Football League. But while that's going on, Terrell Owens is going to be at University of Tennessee Chattanooga in front of a smattering of people maybe it's a couple hundred and he gives a speech and it's going to look small time.
4: I wish I had time to go to Chattanooga. Never been. Yeah. Thought it'd be fun. It's going to it's going to look like oh look at look at TO here. He pulled
2: this whole thing and there's nobody there. That that's watching him give this Hall of Fame speech. He could have maybe done, some
4: people are, are out handing out ten and twenty dollar bills, uh, here, trying to get people to show
2: up. Please come. Here's a voucher for uh, a free Voucher race for free for an autograph. Here's a voucher for later. But here's what he should have done. And I'm I'm, I'm not continuing to play. Oh, but, but he could say whatever he wanted to. In your Hall of Fame speech, light up the NFL if you want to. Light up the writers in the Hall of Fame. Do a Michael Jordan speech that nobody saw coming from the Hall of Fame where he starts giving off his enemies list and starts saying, I, this guy and this guy. It really of- is one of the Do greatest it. speeches of all time. Light it up, and you know what? People, you know that the the platform you would have at the Hall of Fame, saying what you are doing, you would get everything out, and you would light up the people you want to light up at the place they lit you up at. How do you not say I'm going to go do that instead of saying, "Oh, I'm going to go here and and do it at University of Tennessee Chattanooga, where I'm going to say You Wouldn't things. have the buildup.
4: Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, are you kidding? No, 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 no. But if he, but if he oh. hadn't, but he hadn't done this entire thing, and he just showed up. All he's, smiled, to say, gold, he got, all he's got the do is speech. all he got to it, do. But then he got the gold jacket today, and then suddenly in the middle of the speech did that. I think there'd be a, an effort as best could be done by business partners to, to break that away.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. About 15 minutes ago, this tweet
2: came from... President Trump. LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. No, you're so dumb. This Donald Trump-LeBron James battle is now just going to escalate. Because LeBron has called him out before. He called him a bum. I mean, we, you, you I mean, look. Well, the LeBron comment so earlier ignored, in the yeah,
4: week was... Was I don't even know the proper term. I don't want to categorically dismiss it, but to say you wouldn't sit down with him isn't the whole point to get your message. Yeah, the whole point and, is and to get across the the table and be able to talk to people. In power, if, if you have a position and you're trying to exact change in society, wouldn't you want to be with the influencers? It, whether you like or dislike their politics, whether you don't think much of them as a human being, and, and, or whatever your personal feelings are, don't you have to kind of push those if we're going to talk about do. acceptance and, of and trying do. to bring everybody together? So LeBron James the other day, for his part, as is, is great as a week and a couple of weeks mm-hmm. that it's been, and everything coming to Los Angeles, the movie deals, the TV deals, all of that. He's in some small-foot movie that's coming out. Madeline, we saw the the trailer for it. She immediately just went LeBron James. She did the the thing <laughs> that we James. The, exactly in proper cadence. The whole thing. It's been great, but that was that was a low point in the last couple of weeks that that part of an interview where where he said he he, he wouldn't want to sit and, and talk to the president seems yeah, like that the, would be a no, mo- hugely missed n- nothing, opportunity
2: nothing happens when doors are closed i i agree with you nothing happens when doors are closed that's why it's important for him to meet with kim jong un now the results of that everybody is is rightful to debate was it good to meet did we get what we wanted are we getting uh, north korea to shut down nukes all this stuff but to actually you have to keep doors open Because when you keep doors closed, you're never going to progress. You're never going to have progress. So you got to keep doors open to keep open to that. This is a back and forth that has now completely joined the fray. Now the president has joined the fray against LeBron James, insulting his intelligence. And here's the one thing you have to realize when you insult LeBron James. LeBron James is the most popular athlete in the United States outside of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, probably the most popular athletes in the world. We saw this because you saw, I mean, Ronaldo sold $500 million of jerseys in the first 24 hours. LeBron James sold a decent amount of jerseys of Lakers jerseys, but not nearly what Ronaldo did when he went to Juventus. But in the United States, certainly there is no one bigger and no bigger influencer than LeBron James. And people who dislike him from a sports standpoint will still rally behind him from a personal standpoint because he does things like, hey, I just opened an at-risk school or a school for at-risk youth, which is going to help save the lives of 250 people.
4: Well, and the millions upon millions of dollars of scholarships and and everything else, as much as we may go at... Some of the basketball stuff.
2: He should have shown up at Blaze Pizza. He still perpetrated a fraud against my neighborhood. He did. He went
4: against your neighborhood and he congested traffic for nothing. I get that. But in terms of on-the-court stuff, fair game. The interview stuff, the I'm taking my bag and I'm walking through the crowd and I'm taking my ball and I'm going home, we're going to criticize. But what he's done off the court, awful lot of positive in in communities across the country, and, th- and this
2: is the second time that someone has called out LeBron for staying stay in your lane. Right? We had Laura Ingram do it. All oh, LeBron stick to dribbling, don't get involved in politics. Stay and now, in your lane. They have pulled LeBron James into the fray, into all of this now. So now, this is why this is such a big deal. As big an athlete as LeBron James is, and as I said he's the biggest in the United States. This tweet. Right here from President Trump talking about LeBron James, insulting his intelligence. This now puts LeBron on a completely different stratosphere when it comes to being an influencer in the country. It was look at the jump Colin Kaepernick made from being a guy who was protesting the national anthem into being someone who was leading a movement, right? For a while, mm-hmm. it was I mean, you remember how red hot his opinions were and, and 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 what he was doing trying to you know lead this movement of hey we don't want black people dying in police custody that's what this is all about. I mean I know it seems so long ago because he's been very quiet, but when this was in its heyday, you know, 18, 24 months ago, this was there was no bigger thing in the world that was going on than, than this topic. Now LeBron James, because not only is is he an at, but he's the best player. He's not Colin Kaepernick was an okay quarterback. All right, let, let's be honest. He's an okay quarterback. Even his staunchest defenders would have to say, yeah, on the field, he's a, he's worthy of having a job. He's worthy of being one of 64 in, in the NFL. And by that, you know, one of the 64 quarterbacks, first or second string on a team. LeBron is the best athlete in his sport, and we refer to him as the best athlete in the United States. His entire profile now, he is now going to speak for a wide, wide, wide number of people that he never spoke for before because now President Trump has drawn him into this fray now. So now the president versus LeBron is going to be the thing. I mean, wh- when he responds, now LeBron can't just get by with an emoji, you know, give me that crying emoji, oh, you know, and, oh look at LeBron. No, he's got to have a press conference. He's got to talk about this. There's got to be a talk about we should sit down and talk things out. I mean, this is, this is now going to become the big story of across the country. Here's the president with the most popular athlete in the world. And we love athletes and we love our athletes. Love or hate them personally because we want our teams to win or lose. We love our athletes. This is going to be incredibly fascinating to see how this plays out.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: President Trump was watching CNN about an hour or so ago and he tweeted out lebron james was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television don lemon he made lebron look smart which isn't easy to do i like mike we've said for the past 40 minutes we've talked different angles on on what this means and 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 what the future is going to be for us this is how the future is going to change and i've i've told you many times You hear all the time on radio and TV, and we see it everywhere, when you read blogs about, oh, ESPN's losing viewers because of their leftist politics and all that kind of stuff, is you hear the whole stick to sports mantra. Stick to sports. Don't talk about sports and
1: politics.
4: And a lot of it is still noise, as we know, from all of the way ratings are calculated. Yeah, And people that want to say death to any entity, media-wise, from sitcoms to sporting events to networks, can play games with with the numbers that float across.
2: Yeah, you 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 get this. Yeah, you you get that. You hear all oh, this is it's affecting politics. Is affecting. Look, I'm 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 here to tell you, it's not affecting people watching the NFL. It's ridiculous. But you want to be you want to believe that. Go right ahead. Um, but here's the big thing: is that stick to sports has been a long trusted mantra. Listen, you don't want to get into politics too much because you're going to alienate half your audience, right? You have half the country are Republicans, half the country are Democrats. And this is not going to be a political conversation, per se, but this is about the stick-to-sports mantra, which has always been, when we do sports, we do sports for a living. You see it all the time. ESPN's having problems with Get Up because people say, oh, it's Woke Center, it's all of these things, and, you know. Now, stick-to-sports is done. There will be no more stick-to-sports because President Trump just made sports something you don't stick to. It doesn't get more sports than a goat debate with LeBron and Michael Jordan after you insult one of the two's intelligence level. Stick to sports is gone. I told you in five years that 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 tide was going to be, or, or the the uh, the dam was going to burst on that. That in five years the whole stick to sports thing that that people try to say now is going to be. You know what? Never mind. You want to. Intertwine politics and sports on a sports station for sports talk a sports television. Go right ahead because look at whose ratings are up. Talking politics, all the 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 political stations. Fox News is up. CNN is all all those. Everybody else is down, but all the political stations that cover Trump and the presidency, they're all up. So you have to realize that okay, you're not really you know hurting yourself by talking politics. So you do sports and politics. That's going to be something that hey. That's, a, that's going to be a normal day. That day has fast-forwarded from five years to tonight because President Trump decided to bring in the most popular athlete in the world into whatever is going to happen next. But now LeBron now again, is it's the United in States, his though. orbit.
4: Come on. Popular in the United States. Worldwide. I mean, even though we made a bad statue of him, I mean, you still got Ronaldo. Yeah, you got, you true, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the football True, players. but LeBron you know, is still, like
2: I said, probably the third most popular yeah. athlete in All the right. world. Most popular in the United States stick to sports is over now because I mean, it's, it's not like he just brought any athlete. It's not like he brought Colin Kaepernick in. It's not like he brought anybody. He brought in the most popular athlete in the country. And now that that's, that's part, that's not going away. I mean, this is, this is not something LeBron's going to shy away from. This is not something the president's going to shy away from.
4: No, that's just it. Right. Is, is they'll both be entrenched for LeBron James, the original conversation with Don Lemon talking about sports uh, being used as a divider by President Trump. Well, what have we always said and what has been fact? Sports is the unifier. And even LeBron James in that interview talking about that's the first time he interacted with with little white boys was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. That's how he put it. Was, so it, it's been a unifier. Go from Jackie Robinson all the way through. It, it, there are difficulties always in, in those conversations, but here it goes to the antithesis of what sports has always been.